It is Wednesday, and it is party time. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. I am in Nashville, Tennessee, and uh, I wish I wasn't. I wish I was in the mothership. I wish I was right there in Studio 22 uh, hanging out because we got some great guests today. And let me just tell you, uh, before we get into that, um, there are so many things that are happening that are just pure insanity in the world, and I don't know that anybody helps us make sense of it all with some practical humor than the Babylon Bee. If you're not following Babylon Bee, if you're not getting the books that are written by Babylon Bee, if you're not getting some daily insight and laughs and, and going to going to their website and reading the articles, you are missing out on life. Let me tell you something. It's my type of humor um, and everybody I meet, they love it. And these guys are becoming quickly, in my opinion, cultural icons for common sense. So uh, they've been with us before and they're back. They're actually in my studio while I'm here in uh, Jason Whitlock's <clears throat> beautiful utopia here in Nashville. Uh, welcome to the program once again, uh, Joel Berry, Seth Dillon, the Babylon Bee. Guys, how are you? You're good, man. Doing Thanks good. for having us here. Yeah. So, uh, we're being here just sitting by ourselves, but you know, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> well, I, I was sitting there thinking, I was like, I keep forgetting that you guys were actually going to be in the studios in Dallas. And I was like, oh, man, I don't know if we're going to be able to do this, Skype them in, Skype me in, do all these remotes. And then I look and I was like, hey, I recognize that back, back that background right there. <laughs> I've been seeing that background for five years. You guys have a new book coming out. You sent me an advanced digital copy of it. I loved it. Um, and it was so advanced that, I mean, a lot of some of the illustrations and stuff wasn't even in there yet. It wasn't even uh, a lot of the, the stuff wasn't written, but I got the gist of it. It was great. I poured through it and uh, it's the Babylon Bee Guide to Gender. Let, let me ask you guys, how, how much crap do you expect? I mean, I know you get your daily dose of stuff thrown back at you, but how hard is this one going to hit Seth? <laughs> tell, me, tell me what you think about the outcome of this book. Uh, well, we've run into some issues hitting these topics before. Um, it's hateful conduct to talk truthfully about this stuff, you know, even make jokes yeah. about it. So uh, I don't know. I, I, we're the Babylon Bee, though. People are expecting us to weigh in on these things with some satire and humor. So <laughs> so who knows? As long as we don't post it on uh, on a platform that'll kick us off. We can post it on Twitter now, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Elon shouldn't have a problem with it. But old Twitter might have had a problem with this one. Yeah, well, the, yeah. The, kind of the way the whole thing came together, as you know, we were kicked off of Twitter for misgendering uh, the the beautiful Admiral Rachel Levine last year, um, and and so this this was kind of a a process of soul searching. We 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 educated ourselves. We talked about how we were going to be better, and uh, this book is kind of what came out of that. All the things that we learned uh, that we want to pass on to our our very transphobic audience at the Babylon Bee. <laughs> <laughs> Joel, what what has been the uh, the climate as far as Twitter X, whatever we call it now, now that Elon has taken over? Have you have you guys had to deal with any more of the pushback or the blocking or the the throttling back? I mean, how's how's it been with Elon in charge? No, it's I mean, it's man, it's so much more fun. Uh, we're getting more engagement. Uh, the community notes do a great job uh, th that the fact checkers were unable to to do. Um, you know, we're, we're not seeing any kind of censorship or, or, or suppression, um, at least for our account. You know, I, I know that uh, I hear it from other smaller accounts that they're still uh, having some of these issues. 
Um, so I think there's still yeah. a lot to be worked out, and 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 there's a lot of plates that Elon's juggling right now. But it's it's definitely the the experience has improved a lot. Yeah, we've uh, you know mine's mine's throttled so bad right now. I don't. I mean, when I've got I don't know half a million followers on Twitter, and and you can't get any interaction at all. It's a frustrating thing. Um, Seth, you know we've talked in the past about you guys kind of creative process. Yeah. Um, do y'all ever hit like a block where it's like, you know what? I don't, there's nothing to talk about. <laughs> well, there's I, nothing to make fun of anymore. The news cycle helps you guys, with that you a little guys bit. ever run into that stuff? Uh, yeah. I mean, Joel can speak to that cause he's in it day to day as the, as the managing editor. Yeah. But I mean, uh, we, we, there's an endless stream of, of material, a lot of low hanging fruit. It is in some ways more challenging when, when the world is so insane that it's hard to satirize. That yeah. makes it hard. I think that that's probably yeah. one of the most difficult things is when you're looking at when you're looking at, you know, Joe Biden up there saying things like, I've got three words for you or two words for you, made in America, you know, that's, and he's like yeah, says classic. these insane things <laughs> yeah. that are just like, How do you satirize something like this? You know, it's that's challenging. There are there are mornings where you know me as a writer or some of the other writers we're we're banging our heads against the keyboard, like we got nothing the nothing this morning, like no funny ideas. What are we gonna do? And almost without fail, Joe Biden will go to Hawaii and say that you know I sympathize with you because I got smoke damage in my Corvette or, you know, <laughs> um, it, so the, the the world the culture is always gifting us uh, new material, which is is pretty nice. But even so, that's hard to make fun it, of because it's hard it, to go a is. step beyond that and, and make him more of a caricature than he already is. Exactly. So. Exactly. Well, there's a couple of things with that, Seth. Um, you know, I, I, I it, like you see a tragedy like what happened in Maui and they're still reeling from this. I mean, people are missing, uh, you know, uh, bodies haven't been identified. This is a horrible thing. Yeah. You know, I've always said that as a comedian, you got to be careful. I think I heard Steve Harvey say this years ago as well. He said, you got to be careful because for a comedian, when a tragedy happens, we have the jokes written like that day. Mm-hmm. And you have to be careful when you put them out because you want to be sensitive. You know, if you if you got any heart or conscience at all, you want to be sensitive. But it makes it real tough to not make fun of things when Joe Biden comes in and there's a video clip of him dozing off again, you know, while they're in a ceremony to honor these people. And as you alluded to, he gets up there and talks about his house burning down and he almost lost his cat. I mean, it was nothing more than a kitchen fire and a little smoke damage. And, and, you know, uh, when you, when you see stuff like that, like how hard do you want to, you know, how hard do you guys, and I, I, let me, let me throw this at Joel cause you are dealing with it on the day to day. Um, how hard do you want to go at a guy like Joe Biden? I mean, is it just like, let's take the gloves off and just really punch this dude? <laughs> yeah, there's, well, I, I guess we, we came pretty close uh, yesterday with a headline that said nation beginning to suspect that Biden actually a terrible person. Um, that's, that's about <laughs> yeah. as gloves off as we get. I, you yeah, know, maybe he's not just senile. Maybe he's actually, <laughs> maybe he's a, like bad, a bad guy. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he's not nice. Um, <laughs> but one thing that we're always guarding against is, uh, we don't want to get, uh, to this place where, that's all we're trying to do. We're, we're just trying to get at Joe Biden and we're really angry about it. Um, and, and you can feel the rage in our comedy. Uh, that's the same, uh, that's the same thing that the comedic world ran into with Trump. You know, they, they kind of lost their sense of humor because they were, they wanted to get at Trump so bad. You, You have to maintain your sense of humor. Well, you, you guys have, you know, just a phenomenal way of going at it. I mean, I, I just envy. I, I can't imagine the ideas. And I think, Joel, I think we've talked about it in the past. The ideas that get discarded 
uh, you know, that don't get used or something. I was like, I'd love it if you guys would just throw those in an email attachment and toss them over to the Chad Prather show producers. And uh, I'll be, I'll be, you guys have the scraps, a whole other deal. It's, uh, it's, it's crazy. The world we're living in. And I, and I, for one, people get mad at me. They're like, Hey, you're supposed to make us laugh. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm mad. Right. I'm like, really, I have this angst about, you know, this stuff and that comes out of their mouth. And, and you know, what you said, Seth is so damn gum true. It's hard to, it's hard to create satire when the real world looks like satire and you, you, it's like, how do I satirize satire? Because, (laughs) The stuff that's being said, you talk about the Rachel Levine thing. Okay, this is this is not just a man dressing like a woman, um, a very ugly woman. I might add. I mean, I've seen myself in drag. I've seen myself when I was. You know, it's not pretty. It's not pretty. So Rachel Levine, you know, Rick Levine dresses up like a woman, but then they start bestowing honors on. Right. Him. <laughs> and, you know, he is the first woman that's ever done all this stuff. And, you know, we have we have a brand. It's called Real Women's Club. And uh, we send people to realwomenscclub.com. We've got shirts that say, you know, things like, you know, real women aren't men mm. and uh, real women don't have balls. <laughs> and, and we you know, we, it's like we're pretty in your face and it really triggers a lot of people. But at the same time. Women are being replaced, and it's a dishonor to God's creation of, you know, Genesis 2.22. He created the male and female. Yeah. And um, to, to continue this on is is kind of to thumb your nose at the creator, right? So when you guys wrote, you know, Babylon, Babylon Bee's Guide to Gender, um, you're poking fun of it, but you're making a significant point. I want to I get into this. I want to get your take on it in a second, but I was looking at your Instagram earlier. You guys have got... Uh, a post that came out uh, just last night. Are you a man? Take the test. Uh, do you pretend to enjoy cigars? <laughs> Is crossing your legs uncomfortable for some reason? Do you stand by open car hoods, pointing and gesturing? Can you effortlessly win at every women's sport? Do you enjoy thinking about absolutely nothing for long periods of time? That's that's awesome. Are you incapable of finding the milk in the fridge even when staring directly at it? Do you refer to a team of professional athletes who have no idea who you are as we? <laughs> <laughs> do you, Those are tell-tale do you pause signs. Lord of the Rings 800 times and provide commentary? <laughs> and you guys go on with this stuff, and um, it, it's amazing. You know, did you think about sex 27 times while reading this list? 28, 29, good grief. <laughs> and then you got a scoring on that. But you guys, y'all kind of peppered that kind of entertainment throughout the, the guide to gender, right? Um, yeah. it's, it's fun and entertaining stuff. When, first of all, when does the book come out? September 19th, right? Yep, yep. So, yeah, so, so it's, it's coming pre-order up right quick. now. we got it's, less than a month. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it'll be out September 19th, available wherever books are sold. Um, but to your point yeah. about, you know, like, the, it is it is outrageous uh, when you mention, you know, like, women uh, getting passed up by men for awards and accomplishments and their records and all those things. It's enraging. Mm-hmm. It's upsetting. Yeah. And, and I, I do think that there's a place for being you know, there's righteous indignation there. You can be yeah. upset about that and rail against it. But I think that the mockery in particular is a very effective way at undercutting all of that. Like yeah. that's, that's yeah. what got us in trouble at Twitter was the Rachel Levine thing. Rachel was Rachel Rick. What, what's Rachel's actual name? It's Richard, right? Richard. Yeah. yeah. Richard's Richard, uh, original yeah. name. He goes by, it was, um, it was Rick. Yeah. 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 Uh, named woman of the year by USA Today. Yeah. Woman of the year. 
It's a male person. Um, and so, you know, we, we poked fun at that, you know, instead of getting enraged about it, we decided mm -hmm. to make a joke about it and undermined it that way. And it was kind of the joke heard around the world because yeah. it got us locked yeah. out of Twitter and then, you know, and, and the righteous indignation, I think, too, comes from the fact that we're all we're all married men and we love our wives and we've we've seen them. We've seen them give birth and we and we see them with our, our children. We see the, the glory uh, that is womanhood. And, and then you see it kind of debased in our culture. It does kind of create a fire in you a little bit that like this needs to be my, this needs to be shot down. This is awful. Yeah. Um, and yeah. and it, it, the 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 humor that, that comes out of kind of the interplay between men and women is, is great. And I think that's another thing that's been lost in this culture that, you know, making fun of the differences between men and women and how that worked together. Uh, you'll, you'll find a lot of that in this book as well. And lots of drawings yeah. so that we didn't have to write as many words. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've always said I, I, the next book I write has to have illustrations. Tons of illustrations. Every page has an it's, illustration. Uh, great. Yeah. It takes up at least half the page. <laughs> but that's the beauty of what you guys do. I mean, it, it really is good. And, and it's amazing to me when people read Babylon B sometimes or your post and they, they think it's a real headline. And I'm like, well, <clears throat> it's not far from the truth. I can yeah, tell can you, you that. Yeah, can you blame them? I you know, I, can't bl I don't blame people yeah. when they take take our when they take Babylon B headlines seriously yeah. it's like I cut them some yeah. slack because look at all the real headlines that yeah. are out there yeah you know it's the and the I world's got, that crazy I got a couple of questions I want to ask you guys but we're going to go to a break first so just hang tight real quick y'all get comfortable there don't drink that don't drink any of that bourbon next to you okay <laughs> it's not real bourbon it's diet coke and water it's just for looks <laughs> some point in time I'll buy some more bourbon um, I'm so scared somebody's going to come in there as a guest and just turn that bottle up at some point in time. <laughs> hey guys uh, it, it would taste nasty <clears throat> it'd be great if I had a voice hey you guys get the feeling that something bad is going to happen soon I do uh, but between the distractions and the smoke screens and the media we probably won't see it coming that's why it's smart to invest in emergency food right now away uh you know you know what they say it's better to have it not need it than to need it not have it well my patriot supply is the nation's leader in high quality emergency food and you can go over to my website i love this web address preparewithchad.com preparewithchad.com you'll get $200 savings on your three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. They got a wide variety of delicious meals, 2,000 calories for every day, which will give you optimum strength. And, uh, you know, if you're in a stressful situation, you need that. So stock up before the panic sets in. Free shipping is automatic. Your order ships fast. Go to preparewithchad.com. Once again, that is preparewithchad.com. Hang tight. We'll be right back. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome back. Uh, Seth Dillon, Joel Berry, the Babylon Bee. They are my guests today and um, appreciate their time. Um, you know, Joel, you said something a minute ago that, that st stuck with me talking about, you know, you love your wife and you watch them go through childbirth. And, you know, I, I have four children. <coughs> They're grown now, you know, but I watched, I watched their mother on total bed rest for you know, seven months of the pregnancy and every single one of my children were born a month early, 36 weeks and two days. They had to give her medication to keep the babies in to get them to term. And uh, I watched her struggle through that. And then you see these guys that come out and, and parade themselves around and say, oh, well, I'm a, I'm a real woman <laughs> with absolutely. First of all, I don't know what guy would say, you know what? I want to I want to get pregnant. Like, I, I, want, I want you to <clears throat> give me a uterus so I can put a baby inside of me. Um, yeah, I don't feel good when I eat too many chicken wings. So I, I'd kind of prefer to not. 
you know, have that level of discomfort. But but it really is a slap in the face, as I said earlier, to to God's design, God's creation. You're seeing yeah. we're seeing a trend that's coming along. And Brandon and I were talking about it last week about, you know, this you know, trad wives and trad husbands and, you know, the traditional roles. And they're starting to see a resurgence in, in that uh, in, in some ways. I don't know. Maybe some of it's being taken a little bit to an extreme. Maybe. I don't know. Um, how, how do we how do we navigate back, Seth, to those traditional roles? I mean, is it through the avenue of humor? Is it just a direct approach? Is it we just sit there, pray, hope it goes away? Uh, what, do, what do you think? I, I, I hope I hope, I, you know, I'm, I try not to be too cynical uh, and I try to be optimistic. I think the pendulum swings back the other way when things get too insane. I think that truth and reality will prevail in the end. Um, but yeah. you can't, I mean, you can't suppress in women what it is that makes them a woman and what their natural instincts are. You can't suppress that in men either. We are how God made us. Yeah. And so people can rail against that all they want. They can fight against their nature all it's they gonna want It's going to reassert itself. But it's going to assert itself in, in very dramatic ways. You know, these, <laughs> these men who want to get pregnant, they, they can't, they can't actually get pregnant. So <laughs> you run up, you run yeah. smack into the wall of reality at some yeah. point. Um, and so, you know, we can all play along with the delusion. Um, but I think the more people that, that see how this is becoming harmful, it's having harmful effects in society, especially with how it's starting to affect kids, how kids are getting drawn to this. Parents are starting to stand up and not just parents on the right, but parents on both sides of the aisle are starting to stand up and say, we don't want our kids indoctrinated with this stuff. We don't want them, you know, to be put on puberty blockers without our knowledge or consent. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, fighting against biology and nature in that way is, is, is evoking a response. And so I think there is yeah. going to be some pushback on all of that. Yeah. And I, We're I already think, seeing it. I think too, that, that, you know, that this is like the age old struggle. This goes back to when Lucifer said, I will be like the most high, you know, we're, we're, we're in a, mm. a culture that says, you know, you, you define yourself, uh, you say who you are, uh, not, not your creator. And I think a lot of this is going to involve, uh, it needs, we need to return back to God. God is the one who designed us. They, he designed our bodies and the way men and, and women work and, and uh, we need spiritual revival, ultimately. Joel, um, there's an article that came out yesterday. Um, George Takei, who was, of course, Sulu on Star Trek. And I mean, this guy, he's he's the ultimate progressive Riri, always barking about something. And uh, he seems like it says a he compares to Republican. Me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, he's another one that's throwing up the softballs that are easy to make fun of. But he compares Republican efforts to protect children from genital mutilation to the dark forces, quote, in quote, that led to the Holocaust. Um, wow. Uh, Seth, what do you think about that? I, I think it's the opposite. You know, I, I, I compare it to like the eugenics movement that led to the Holocaust, you know, this, this, this idea that, you know, um, that we can override nature, help nature along and, and intervening in this way with these medical interventions that actually do harm to people. Um, you know, children can't consent to this stuff. I mean, it's, and I think we're eventually there's going to be this reckoning and we're going to look back on history at this moment that we're in right now where all of this stuff is being promoted and popularized the same way that we look back on the eugenics movement Mm -hmm. or when they were doing lobotomies on people and thinking that that was a, a, a valid medical procedure. Um, I think it's the exact opposite of what he said. Yeah, it is. And, And when you see with the gender dysphoria, when you see the, um, 
the suicide rate. And again, they're going to spin that. <clears throat> they're going to say, if, if all of us crazy right wingers, you know, all of us extremists out there, if we would just love and accept these people for who they are and how they are, then that would that number would go down. But the fact that there's no correlation there. This is not about an acceptance issue. This is about a person in their own brain who hasn't accepted themselves and, and has right. rejected their own mm-hmm. creation and their own design, which, again, you know, as Jeremiah said, you know, in the Old Testament, we're fearfully, and wonderfully made. And, and there, there is a very sacred thing about how we're, you know, we're created and, and created male and female in the image of God. And, um, you know, Joe, when I see these people that want to throw this out there and, and you, Seth, you've made the point about the pendulum swinging back. I mean, it, it can only, the spring can only take so much tension. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, I look at, um, I look at the Me Too movement. Like, isn't it funny that the Me Too movement just kind of went away? I mean, just like there were pink hats all out in the street. And I mean, I remember I was in some city. I was flying through and like there was like a, a pink hat, vagina hat rally, Me Too deal. And there was only like two women. There were just two women. And that was it. And then I've been to places where there were hundreds, if not a thousand of them marching down the street. And then all of a sudden they gave a woman of the year to Bruce Jenner. And those girls, like, sort of like they threw their hands up and they were like, what's the point? <laughs> you know, and the Me Too movement just kind of went away. Yeah. It just stopped. Um, Joel, it, what's it going to take? Is it going to take women standing up to, is it going to take Riley Gaines and more women like that who stand up and say, you're not going to replace us in our sports and in, in our position and, and in our you know, sacred honor as a woman? Or is it going to take men who stand up and say, we're not going to put up with this anymore? I mean, who, who's the more important factor in this? Huh. Well, I, yeah, you know, I, I think it uh, it goes back kind of to the creation mandate and, and the, the responsibility that God placed on Adam, you know, when, when Eve sinned, um, Adam still had culpability in that. And, and I think that there's, yeah. you know, as men, we've been placed in this leadership role. Um, and, and a lot of these movements live or die based off of men's either apathy or, or their, their passion for the truth and, and righteousness. And I think um, it's, as men, it's our job to protect women. Um, it's our job to, to care for the, the women in our lives and, and to speak up for them. I think it's, it's good to see women standing up and saying no, uh, and, and that's, that's very necessary. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the men need to stand up even more, I think. Well, I think, you know, when yeah. it comes to like the sports thing, women are the ones who have the power to put a stop to that today. Like when every time someone like Leah Thomas jumps into the pool, if he did so by himself, because all the other women refused yeah. to swim, this yeah. problem would be resolved very quickly. Yeah. The, they, the, the women's sports would grind to a halt if the women refused to participate when there's a man involved. Mm-hmm. And then they would have yeah. to change this. But the, the problem is women they go along nice. with it. Women are too nice. <laughs> yeah, they're very nice. They're very, you know, they don't want to hurt people's feelings. But they also, you know, you have to be sympathetic to the fact that you have a lot of these young girls yeah. who are very competitive. They've spent their lives trying to get to this place where they're competing. And it would penalize them to not be involved. But in this weird kind of ironic way, and I think it's, it's important that people understand this, they have to be willing to give up their sports to keep them. Because if they aren't willing to say, yeah. I'm not doing this anymore until men are out of it, it won't stop. Yeah. So I think there is a lot of power yeah. and responsibility specifically in women's hands right now. Mm. That's, that's profound, what you just said, Seth. It really is. You have to give it up in order to save it. Yeah. Um, and that's hard because, you know, these women, they've worked really hard to, to attain, you know, that opportunity to compete, the place on the team, all of these things. And yet 
it's unfair that now we ask them that in spite of their hard work to make that sacrifice. Right. Right. And I, I, I've, I've never said, you know, people say that to me all the time. Oh, what you're saying is unfair. Why it's so, it's so unfair to ask that of them. I didn't say it was fair. I said it was necessary. Hmm. It's necessary. It's a good point. Such a good point. It's so profound. And, and what we need is you're right. I mean, we need, you know, the, I, I've turned, I've turned the, the phrase Bud Light. I've turned it into a verb. We need to Bud Light these people. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and it's, it's typical. It's, it's like you say, when, when the guy jumps in the pool, the girls don't jump in. When the guy goes in the locker room, the girls don't go in. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you may lose your place on the team. You may lose, um, and, and then you got to make sure that some other girl doesn't come in and replace, you know, that spot because they're like, hey, I'll compete with a guy just so long as I get a place on the team. It's a hard one, man. It's a hard one. But anyway, anyway, God's in control. I keep telling myself that. I keep yeah. telling myself that. It's true. You and know? our part is it, just uh, to make fun of it all. Um, and hopefully that makes a difference, too. I, I, I do think it undermines it. You know, when I see yeah. when I see these liberal comedians, you see Bill Maher doing a, a monologue on this stuff where he's talking about the insanity of this gender stuff and how eventually we're all going to be either gay or trans. And then how will you how will our race even like perpetuate itself? You know, and he mocks it. He's like, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a pirate. Thank God no one scheduled me for eye removal and peg leg surgery. <laughs> and and he's got a point. And it's, it's right to mock it because yeah. it's so mockable. Yeah. And I think that any comedians yeah. that are that are failing to mock this stuff are just derelict in their duty because mm-hmm. it's it's the most mockable thing out there. Yeah. If you're promoting this stuff, you're yeah. just pushing the popular narrative. That's not comedy. That's that's a fantastic insight. Guys, listen, I appreciate you both. I want you to hang around because we're going to do an overtime. And so if, for those of you who are members of Blaze TV um, and your subscribers, Friday, we will uh, have more time with uh, with Seth and Joel on overtime. Um, thank you guys for coming out. The name of the book is Babylon B's Guide to Gender. And I want to encourage you guys, don't just get that book. Get everything they've ever done. Go back and get their guide to wokeness and, and all the stuff. I, I buy, I buy, I think I bought 24 of the, of the woke books, uh, back when they came out and they were Christmas gifts and this guide to gender, you guys make it so easy when you come out with a book and it comes out in the fall because, uh, that's my Christmas <laughs> they make, gift. They do for make everybody. great gifts. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's fantastic. And, and they're great, you know, coffee table books because of the size of them and the illustrations. Because, you know, you know and, and I'm, we're all guys here. They're bathroom books as well. Yeah. You know, you can sit there and yeah. pop the thing open to any page and be entertained. And so phenomenal job on on this book. And um, it, I'm just I'm just excited that it's coming out. And you know what? Here, I say every time I'm like, if you guys would just hire me, just hire me to come count the money or something, <laughs> you know, and <laughs> but I, I hope you guys are just absolutely killing it on this thing. And uh, I appreciate you guys. Uh, Babylon dot com is, is where you can head over and check out all the content. So, Joel, Seth, thank you guys. Uh, hang tight. I'll be back with you all. But uh, before we do that, let's go to a break. Since the early days of Blaze TV, we've been fortunate to work with the team over at Relief Factor. Uh, those guys at the time, they brought an unknown anti-inflammatory to the marketplace that they'd been testing in their hometown, and it showed a remarkable ability to reduce pain from many different types of chronic ailments. Now, Relief Factor, I love. I, I Listen, I, I take it, and uh, it's an all-natural alternative to pain medications that I trust to keep me pain-free. And inflammation is not only the chief cause of pain, but it's also a factor in many other diseases. And I love knowing that Relief Factor is always working to keep my inflammation markers in check. So there's hundreds 
hundreds of thousands of people who order Relief Factor every month. 70% reorder because it works for them. And you can right now get a trial pack for $19.95 to see if it will work for you to reduce your pain. Just go to relieffactor.com. If you want to talk to somebody on the phone, you can. Call them at 800 the number 4 relief 804 relief go to relieffactor.com and feel the difference we'll be right back All right. Thanks to uh, thanks to Joel and Seth for uh, I hate that I missed them. I hate that I wasn't there in the studio. They're such good dudes. And uh, but I appreciate their time and the and the book is really good. You want to get it. Um, get everything they've written. I'm I'm kind of fangirling a little bit when I talk to them because they do such a phenomenal job. Um, and Brandon, what time are you having to get up to come into the studio to do this thing this early? Uh, like like five thirty, five thirty six, five thirty. Yeah, because you're you're kind of a vampire. Yeah, you I'm, don't do the daytime. I'm not well. a morning person. I'm not a morning person. <laughs> <laughs> In your defense, if I text you pretty early in the morning, you usually respond back pretty quick. Um, and I'm up early every single day, whether I want to be or not. Um, <laughs> just my age, my bladder, all of these things. But uh, I saw some people that were kind of busting your balls yesterday in the live chat about, oh, you poor guys have to come in and do this, you know, be in the studio at nine o'clock. And it's like, it's not about the time. It's about the, it's just about what you're used to doing in the scheduling. Cause when yeah. you're in the studio, you're there a pretty long time. Oh, I'm usually yeah, here. Joe about, says four. Yeah. I'm usually, I'm usually here like 12 hours. So I'm here a yeah. long time. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not a morning person. <laughs> yeah, I understand. <laughs> I understand. So we've been taping this. Uh, we're taping this show from Nashville. We're, we're starting at about nine o'clock in the morning, and and then we're hoping that nothing is going to happen during the day. That's a major yeah. news story yeah. that we have to get to. But uh, I did see that Rudy Giuliani has now turned himself into the uh, Fulton County Jail. Wow. Uh, he made the statement. He said Trump has told you he's not. They're not coming after him or me, but they're ultimately coming after you. I, I believe that. And guys, the the level of shit show that we are about to watch unfold not just with indictments and the arrests i'll tell you what i think trump should do brandon here's my thought on this deal and i got this idea from from our buddy dan bongino mm -hmm. dan said this he said listen he said it's easy for me to say because i'm not the one who has to go to report to jail but i just wouldn't post the bond i just stay in jail <laughs> just stay in jail <laughs> if i was trump just stay in jail like don't post the bond the um the Secret Service has the federal authority to turn any place, and that includes a prison cell, into a federally protected location, right? Uh-huh. And they could just clear out that floor of the prison and, it, and just Trump just say, no, nah, I'm not going to do it. And then what we do is we just elect a political prisoner. Yeah. I, do I like, mean, the, like the Pablo Escobar where he turns the, uh, the prison into his own little castle? Yeah. 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 And I mean, I'm, I'm thinking Trump would be reasonably comfortable. He wouldn't get to play golf as much. I don't know. I mean, they might have some, they might put him somewhere very white collar. I don't know. You know, a little nine hole course out there. Yeah. But, you know, jokes aside, um, maybe there's some validity to that idea of just saying, you know what? We're going to call you out on your charade. This is a debacle. You know it. And you know what we're going to do? We're just going to upset your entire um, 
Apple cart with this thing and that, you know, that DA or whatever that's bringing these charges. She's just a, she's just chasing political clout. She's an attention whore. And, and what they're doing is nonsensical to the point of not only a banana republic, but they're actually tearing down this republic. We are watching the deconstruction of America. Um, we're watching the fundamental and, and Barack Obama said it. Barack Obama said it years ago. He wanted a fundamental change to America. And that's what we're seeing. Uh, I said it last week on the show. I want to reiterate. When you have people in places of political power, whether it's Joe Biden and his bribery, whether it's Hillary Clinton and the Steele dossier and Russian collusion hoax, uh, whether it's the DNC that, you know, basically gave the primary to Hillary Clinton rather than the true, legitimate, fair process playing out. I mean, just ask Bernie Sanders how they had the meeting with him and said, yeah, you're out. We're going with it's going to be Hillary. OK, and we want you to get behind her. Uh, if you can't look at just the debacle that is uh, leftist progressivism and how they just skate past and through the law and the Constitution and do whatever the hell they want to do because they know there's not going to be any accountability. And we don't hold them accountable. And then you have the re-rees on social media that says, well, Joe Biden's never had any scandals. No, because you guys just dump them and, and everybody puts their head under the rug and, and just they just sweep it, you know, they sweep it away. And they just or I should say they put their head in the sand and they sweep it under the rug. They just get rid of it so that it never becomes a, quote, thing. But they're not going to stop. I was having dinner last night with somebody. And they said, where's this Trump thing going to go? And I said, they will not stop. They will not stop until uh, they get him in jail. That's why I say maybe Dan Bongino is right. Just just put him in prison and let's just leave him there and, and just let him let him be there. And let the Secret Service turn the whole thing into the debacle that it is. And let Fannie, whatever her name is, in Fulton County, Georgia, just hold it. I mean, these people need to be exposed for who and what they are. They are uh, political enemies at this point. And I use the word enemy uh, with, and I can't believe here we are. Here we are in the United, quote unquote, United States of America which it sounds very farcical to even call ourselves the United States at this point, when we are so divided. I mean, there's, there's no point at this stage in the game that I can find a common ground to agree with someone that's on the progressive left. Um, you want to kill unborn children, and then those of us who say that's wrong – you accuse us of hating women. I mean, you're going to, and here's another thing. If I go on Twitter or X and I say anything about us giving billions of dollars to Ukraine while Maui burns, you know, I get contexted, I get fact-checked, I get people who say that's Russian disinformation. No matter what I say, when I criticize the United States federal government, and the Biden administration for their handling of Ukraine, well, that's Russian disinformation. You must be on the payroll of the Kremlin. Um, that, that's, that's such an unfair uh, philosophical conclusion to draw when it's like uh, you just don't agree with what I'm saying. 
and therefore it must be Russian disinformation. Uh, guys, that's bullshit. You, you, you don't you don't have the you don't have the right to do that. It's it's intellectually dishonest when somebody speaks out about something and says, hey, you know what? I don't I don't think the United States is handling this correctly. There's a lot of things they're not handling correctly. And I, and I want to talk about that a little bit more in the next segment. But. Uh, you can't win. There's no way to find common ground with these people who no matter what you say, if I go on Twitter right now and I say the sky is blue, there will be leftist, re-re, progressive, beta soy cooks that come at me and say that, that oh, look, you, yeah, he's called the sky blue and uh, climate change. and it's, it's crazy, the stuff. These people need to be medicated. They need to be medicated. They need to be put in insane asylum at this point because I don't find common ground at all. And I'm not saying, I love how people come to me, they see me at a, a live show or they meet me, they love to tell me this phrase. They say, well, I don't agree with everything you say. I don't expect you to agree with everything I say. I don't want you to agree with everything I say. It's stupid that we think that everybody's supposed to agree with each other. Our country was literally founded on the ability to disagree with each other, to discuss, to debate, to, to dialogue. And, and even though we, we were got at each other's throats, we could still come back together and say the guiding principles are still there. And it for the good of the republic, we're willing to put aside our personal opinions and come together and, and make this thing right. That idea is lost. It's gone. Nobody's willing to come together anymore. Um, and, 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 and I want to say this to the progressive left, to the extreme right, to the moderates, to the classical liberals, to the Republicans, to the GOP establishment, to, to people who consider themselves grassroots conservatives, to, to people who are Marxists or socialists or whatever, wherever you fall on the stupid ass economic slash political spectrum. Again, we can fight against each other, but that that's the enemy. The enemy is the puppet master who's up there pulling the strings. And they want to make sure that we stay at each other's throats because if we do that, we're distracted enough. They can keep doing whatever the hell they want to do. And there is no accountability. So, hey, Trump will report tomorrow. He says he will report to Fulton County tomorrow. We'll see how this plays out. They're, they're bound and determined to get their mug shot, and I, and I hope they get it. And I, and I hope they, you know, whatever masturbatory congratulations they need to give themselves, I hope they don't hurt themselves, patting themselves on the back with something so stupid. At the cost of the republic, at the cost of the country, they have, they have gone after this witch hunt. All right. Uh, hey, guys, I don't know if you know this or not, but your temperature at night can have one of the greatest impacts on your sleep quality. So if you wake up too hot or too cold, I highly recommend you check out Miracle Made's bed sheets. They're inspired by NASA. Uh, Miracle Made uses silver infused fabrics and make temperature regulated bedding so you can sleep at the perfect temperature all night long. Did you know that the traditional bed sheets can harbor more bacteria than a toilet seat? Ugh. It can lead to acne, allergies, stuffy noses. It's just gross. Miracle Made offers a whole line of self-cleaning, eco-friendly bedding, such as sheets, pillowcases, comforters that prevent 99% of bacteria and require three times less laundry. Self-cooling properties for better quality sleep. Using silver-infused fabrics inspired by NASA, Miracle Made sheets are thermoregulating and designed to keep you at the perfect temperature all night long so you get better sleep every night. Go to try 
Miracle. TryMiracle.com slash Chad. That's TryMiracle.com slash Chad. And try the Miracle Made sheets today. And whether you're buying them for yourself or as a gift for a loved one, if you order today, you can save over 40% if you use promo code CHAD. I spell it Chad at checkout. You get three free towels and save an extra 20%. Miracle is so confident in their product. It's backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you aren't 100% satisfied, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to TryMiracle.com com slash Chad. Use promo code Chad. Claim your free three-piece towel set. Save over 40%. Again, trymiracle.com slash Chad. Use promo code Chad. We'll be right back. So when I walked into the studio today, uh, they, they told me that they're about to uh, – RFK Jr.'s um, security team is going to come to the studio and do a, a security sweep here in the building at some point in time because Whitlock's got RFK coming in, I think, on Friday. So that, that should be a great interview, a uh, great, great time with that. And uh, I uh, – I said, is he coming in today? Because I didn't want to meet RFK with this voice because he might think I'm making fun of him. Because <laughs> I've kind of got that gravelly thing going on. Uh, it's pretty rough. I actually feel pretty good, but this it's, yeah, I must have a head full of snot. Um, here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is real. Like, you deal with allergies and stuff like that. This is real. Let me tell you what's happening, guys. Let me, t- and it, let me take you somewhere with this. You know, Anthony Fauci has come back out and said, COVID is not over. COVID is never going to be over as long as Anthony Fauci is alive because Anthony Fauci needs to be somehow relevant. And now the TSA has, has, you know, there's been reports that perhaps that mask mandates for the airlines are coming back. Lionsgate, the, the film producer, TV producer uh, in Hollywood, Lionsgate. I was a part of Lionsgate for a little while. Lionsgate has instituted mask mandates in portions of their office. So all the speculation at this point, I'm going to try not to get too fired up on this thing because it pisses me off. All the speculation out there, all of the prognostication seems to point to the fact that they're going to bring back lockdowns, mask mandates, and they're going to try to shut you down again in the name of COVID. Now, we knew this was going to happen. We knew this was going to happen. It's so damn predictable whenever it's election season. And as we get into 2024, they're going to bring that back. Don't do it. Look at me. Do not comply. I don't care if you have to Bud Light the the airline industry. I don't care who it ends up laying off, who loses their job. I don't care if the industry crumbles. I don't care if it falls apart. Listen, you say, well, that's, that's cruel and that's mean. No, we're about to come into some real hard times. And you know what? The sacrifice is worth it. The sacrifice is just like Seth said earlier about women's sports. You have to sacrifice and not participate in order to save it. Okay, this stuff, if they bring back a mask mandate, absolutely not. I didn't comply the last time. I will not freaking comply this time. I will not put a mask on my face. I will not watch while children that are my responsibility have masks put on their face. We will not put our children back in schools around plexiglass that surrounds their desk. We're not going to put uh, stay at home orders on people. We're not going to do those things. If you if you got grandma in the nursing facility and they tell you you can't go see grandma then you know what you get grandma's old ass out of the nursing facility and you bring her home and you take care of her there we're not going to let 
the cabal, the power players, the puppet masters shut you down in the name of control. We've already experienced the tyranny. Now, we, they, they proved that it didn't work. They proved that it didn't work. And not only it didn't work, they lied to you. They lied to you about these protocols and the, the insanity, the stupidity, just the asinine logic that went into saying, you know, uh, when you sit down at a table in a restaurant, then you can take your mask off. But until then, you got to keep your mask on. That's stupid. You know, COVID can't make that three foot drop from standing a two foot drop from standing to sitting at a table while you eat your sushi. No, we're not going to do it. Go ahead and make up your mind right now. The airline industry, if they want to institute a mask mandate, here's what you do. No one flies. You get real happy with staying put for about seven days. You sit down for a week and you're like, you know what? I got a flight. I'm canceling it. Yeah, but my job. You will not have a job if we have to go through this anymore. You will not have a job. Your career is going to be screwed if we have to go through this level of tyranny again. We've already seen the tyrannies unleashed because of the COVID mandates, the corporate tyranny, the medical tyranny, the judicial tyranny, all the educational tyranny, all these things. They slipped so much crap into our lives in the name of protecting people. They didn't protect people. They didn't protect people. If COVID is, if COVID is still such a thing, according to Anthony Fauci, then where's the death toll again? Where, where's the little ticker? They'll bring that crap back. CNN, Fox, all of them. They'll be running their little death toll, their COVID death toll that'll be running through on a continuous cycle. Screw that stuff. You know what? People live and people die and people die from all sorts of things. It's a tragedy. I'm sorry that that happens, but that is part of living. You got to die at some point in time. Everybody's going to do it. But by God, we're not going to sit there and let them put their boot on our neck again for these mandates and these lockdowns and these shutdowns. You know what? Beverly Hills and Lionsgate and those guys, you want to institute your mask mandates? Nobody cares. You guys are so re progressive, far left weirdos that we know you're going to do that until the point when California falls off into the Pacific Ocean. If that's if your community is doing that, get out of that community. If that's not your values, get away from it. If your churches want to mask you up, Get, find another church. Find people that are willing to take the doors off of their building and burn them in the parking lot so that you have access to wherever you want to go. But do not comply. Do make up your mind right now that when it happens, you will not mask your face and you will not put up with this garbage. It's medical tyranny and it's stupid, period. And our country quite literally depends on you bud lighting the hell out of any, any industry that would choose to adhere to that nonsense. Hey guys, if you are a person of faith, you're going to love this. The Supreme Court recently overturned a 50-year-old legal precedent that permitted open hostility to public expressions of faith. To get the word out, this calls for more public expressions of faith. Uh, the overturned precedent was cited when high school coach Joe Kennedy was fired from his job. You remember, he's the one that liked to uh, pray in public after the game. Just, you know, kneel down on the field and prayed. Seems simple enough. It took seven years of court battles to get the precedent overturned and his job back. So to celebrate, my friends over at First Liberty Institute created the First Freedom Challenge. Here's what they want you to do. They want people to fill local stadiums and pray after the game, just like Coach Kennedy on his first game back, which is going to be Friday, September 1st. What you can do to promote the First Freedom Challenge is, first of all, sign up at rfia.org. Commit to praying on September 1st. Two, record a short video message challenging people to take a knee in prayer with Coach Kennedy. Three, share your video on social media. It's been decades since Americans enjoyed this level of freedom, so let's express our faith. Join me. Take the first freedom challenge. Sign up at rfia.org. We'll be right back.
right, guys. Once again, uh, we're rocking and rolling. And I want to say a special thanks to everybody on the production side of things to make this happen, being able to uh, record remotely from Nashville. And uh, Brandon, Joe, thank you guys for getting up at the crack of dawn. Joe's up at 4, rocking and rolling. Brandon's <laughs> 5.30, getting it all done, making my life a whole lot easier. Uh, pray for me. I need uh, I need this sinus stuff to go away. I'm, I'm going to be in studio. Uh, we're recording some really good music here in Nashville over the next week. And I'd be nice if I had a voice. I don't want to have to reschedule that. So um, going to be some pretty awesome stuff. So stay tuned for that. Uh, what am I going to be doing? You know, in the in the month of September, I'm going to South Dakota. I'll be in Wyoming. I've got four nights in Kansas City there at the Kansas City Comedy Club. Make sure that you uh, go in there and get your tickets. Those are going to those shows are going to sell out. So you want to make sure that uh, even though we're a few weeks out from that, that you go ahead and get your tickets. It's going to be a party in all those places. And uh, man, we had a blast in San Diego. And and this is a good little reprieve here in Nashville for two weeks that I'm you know not on the road. Uh, uh, doing live shows, but eh, actually they do have me doing a couple of things uh, here in town. So pray for me, and I love you guys. God bless you. We're going to see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.